Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest, and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. This is Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast that covers news throughout the gaming industry and a variety of topics. Here's your host for the show, Tony Erickson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Tony's Game Lounge. If you're listening to this on the Monday, Tuesday, or whenever you're listening to this, you, that means you've either you were here for the live show or you missed the live show as we are now able to do Tony's Game Lounge live, and we are right now live recording this with our very special guest, a seasoned regular, the meathead of video games, as he has <laughs> previously stated, Nick Rule. Oh, dude. You know, I I remember saying that, and I listened back on it, and I thought, I have a better name, and I completely forgot it, so we'll stick with that until uh, we come up with something. Because, like, Meathead would, like... <laughs> Would would almost be saying like, oh, I have some meat on my bones, like I, I, I work out, but like I'm a buck seventy soaking wet, so I can't really be a meathead. However, <laughs> happy to be here, Dad. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. I, I it, it only makes sense. I don't know. It, for to me, it makes sense that you are the first guest we have on live for this. Porque. I don't know. I don't know why, but it just does. Okay, I'll take it. I'll accept it. You know, it's it's funny because your season five episode 11 right mm-hmm. yeah when i was doing um the podcast with an old buddy of mine i think we kicked up video on episode 50 which was like a year in or so so it's just one of those things that like it just comes with time and i'm, I'm glad that you don't like hiccup on it at all you just kind of like kicked off you're like we're doing it okay cool all right we're live and to think to think that this podcast had a very humble beginning of me sitting in my closet Oh, you, dude, I just realized, like, you're not sitting I'm, I'm in out your of the closet, closet anymore. I'm, I'm out of my closet. I have a room. I have wow. a, it's, it's a stream room. It's Oh, wait, this is a specific nice. stream room I mean, room it's, it's my brother's old bedroom. No, that's sick. That I mean, regardless, it's an actual, like, I don't even have a stream room. I have a desk in my bedroom. I just made it look nice for the stream, but... If you guys don't know, um, Tony, at the end of the past two episodes, would get done. Um, he would sigh and be like, damn, I can't believe it. No, I'm kidding. But he would get done <laughs> and he'd be like, holy shit, it's so hot. And I'm like, what? And you would hear a door open. He's like, I, because in his closet, it's, you know, the soundproofing closet door, all that. I, you want to make I sure would, no sound leaks. I would leaks surround been. myself with my, my pillows from my bed. Uh, the clothes hung up on the, on the, on the closet. The closet rack, and yeah. I would be sitting crisscross applesauce on for uh, on a pillow, a so that way for like an hour to it would be just be it like be an two hour hours with you. Of, with you is always two hours. Yeah, it's it's not only just the episode; it's the the before and after. I mean, we hopped on oh, this yeah. call at like one o three p.m. my time, and it's one twenty seven. We're just now starting, so it's like, dude, he would sit. He's determined about this. I'm not just blowing smoke up his ass. Like he he's doing the damn thing. So good for you on the bedroom. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, well, I think we'll kick things off with our headline of the week. And we got, a go- we got a good one. It's a good one if you're a fan of RPGs, if you're a fan of Square, especially if you're a fan of Disney. Kingdom Hearts had their 20th anniversary showcase event. Uh, they showed off three games with the video presentation that they gave. 
The first was a game that we knew was happening. It kind of just got delayed, I believe, if my memory serves me right. And that is Union Cross Dark Road, which is the mobile game, uh, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross, which had a bunch of other names before it got to Union Cross. It's essentially the lore piece of Kingdom Hearts, of kind of how Keyblades and all that came to be. Dark Road specifically tells the story of Xehanort and how he became how he is. So that looks good. We've known about it for a while. It's coming out in fall this year. That's I nice. I have a question for you. Yes. How often are we like just chime not not completely going off topic or or uh steering to chat, but like how often are we looking at chat versus how like the doing the, the certain part of the podcast where we're talking to chat? Just because off of like the Kingdom's Kingdom Hearts thing, right? Uh, seeing that the game looks amazing, but story makes no sense. Oh yeah, story like, makes absolutely no sense. I mean, here to, to the outsider, to the outside, <laughs> to the outsider, it look, makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, but if if something like fits perfectly into the structure of the podcast, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, cool. I just I just want to yeah. be sure. I know that kind of like goes off topic, but uh, okay. As far as Kingdom Hearts, never played them, but my roommate is like fucking stoked dude he's so excited for this the the trailer for it looks really good like the gameplay looks insane yes okay yes so we also got two other games two brand new ones that were announced uh the next the second one was another another mobile game oddly enough it doesn't look like it should be a mobile game because it looks pretty decent and that's a uh, missing link uh, which is, we don't know much about it other than I think it's kind of like a sequel-ish to Union Cross, possibly. We don't know much about that other than it's going into a closed beta sometime this year. Uh, and lastly, the big one, we finally now know that Kingdom Hearts 4 is in development. Uh, it is being done in Unreal Engine 5. That's crazy, dude. That's it nuts. looks insane. It and looks like I said so nutty. You can see how much I don't know because, like, I knew I saw the trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4. I knew about Missing Link. I didn't even know Union Cross Dark Roads was a thing until you said the word. So, no, I think, I think Kingdom Hearts 4, with how, how the gameplay looks, if it comes out exactly like that, it's going to do really well. I mean, it's going to yeah. do well, period, but I mean, just oh, catching yeah. the attention of even like newcomers, too. I think the big question is for a lot of people how long are we waiting? for yeah. kingdom hearts 4 it I was mean, a six it was like a six year gap between when they announced kingdom hearts 3 to yeah. when it came out jeez is that but, but here's like, the thing real? during that de during that development process as well they switched to the unreal engine uh for that which was a big issue of the why it took so long they had to learn an entirely new engine yeah, for the, game. the integration of it's probably taxing as hell with this, mm. the jump from Unreal 4, which is what they were on, I think, to Unreal 5, probably isn't going to be as bad. But I'm still right. thinking we're not going to see this game until 2024, 2025, if Jesus. that. Jesus, that's such a long time away. Especially like for people that are excited about these these games, any game, to be told, like, hey, here's, here's a teaser. Okay, buckle in. It's going to be like a two to six year ride. Like, it's nuts, dude. It's crazy, but we have a lot of people happy for it. A lot of people posting their reactions on YouTube, especially one of the biggest Kingdom Hearts YouTubers out there, Sarah Key, uh, literally in tears as the trailer came out. They even put out they put out a nice uh, little 
artwork for the 20th as well that I actually just noticed. It's it's just got all your Kingdom Hearts characters, but it's got four unique little rectangles. It has Kingdom Hearts of Sora in his different forms, uh, holding up one finger for what version it is up to Kingdom Hearts 4. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I missed that detail originally. I love that Like you do a one, two, and then you go this yeah three. <laughs> three yeah that's not that's not terrible uh, that, that you see that translates great to the audio only version of this <laughs> oh right for those of you that don't know go ahead and put your uh if you're just listening your index your middle and then skip your ring finger just put your pinky up and you can go ahead and find out on your own what that means uh it's it's funny it's it's that's how i, I can't because it's I, I can't do this like like easily i always either go like this or i just go this when you hold the pinky if you just let go of the pinky and let the pinky kind of dangle and be broken down here yeah it looks gross uh, okay moving on <laughs> moving on um that was our headline of the week uh hopefully we'll see things sometime I, I'm, I'm expecting we're not going to see anything new until maybe next year for that. But I am fine with that. We know that it's happening. We Hopefully Tetsuya Nomura will be like, hey, this is the last one. And they just may, put it everything in it and then they just call it there. Because I, it's getting crazy, Nomura. It's getting a bit nutty. Uh, but let's, let's talk about some other things that happened uh, this past week in gaming. This is, of course, the week in review. Covering news from the world of video games, TCG, and board games, this is the Week in Review. And to kick things off, some of the games that came out last week. Uh, the popular one from our, our uh, last week's guest, Glubbers, Cat Cafe Manager? <laughs> Can't stop talking about it. It's uh, It looks cute. It's pretty wholesome from what I've gathered. And it's a lot better than its uh, sister game, uh, Cat Girl Cafe Manager. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I swear every time I come on this podcast I'm like what what are these games? Like I I obviously your podcast is uh about cover gaming. Everything. It's everything. So like I learn so much when I come on here. I didn't even know it's a thing. That's fantastic. Uh we also had Nobody Saves the World, which is a PlayStation 4 and 5 game and what I think is the most Canadian game ever, Bush Hockey League, came out for the Switch. And C Canada and hockey? I mean, it, 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 that is, it just sounds like the most Canadian game. It's like maple syrup and poutine. Mmm, delicious. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it uh, is the best thing ever. I mean, I, I haven't had poutine in so long. Now that you I went that to up. Canada once and had poutine at a Denny's, which was the worst idea oh. to have my first poutine experience. Why, why would you do that? What, what part know, of what, what? Where in Canada? Toronto? Um, wherever Vancouver? you enter, is it Detroit that connects to Canada that you can drive through? Oh yeah, that sounds. Yeah, that, that sounds. I know. I yes. know. It was definitely. Oh, the that would east be. Side. That's Montreal. You're or not Montreal? That's Quebec, I believe. That you're. Yeah, somewhere. I, I went to. We were like an hour. No, we went. Lake Erie was where I was staying. It was um. It was a, some lake house over there, and uh, it's like extended family of mine. And uh, actually, got to see Niagara Falls from that side of the country. Okay. And dude, 
holy shit canada has such a better niagara falls experience than the united that's, states that's one thing i have i have yet to do as a i have yet to see niagara falls and i've dude i mean i've grown up in canada my whole life but i'm on the western half of canada so no we got... I, I absolutely understand that's like a trek for you because like i'm on the the western i'm in california so like you know that trip is just as far um if you get a chance go go it is it's it's like you're not supposed to um not that i did because legality reasons i definitely didn't but you can actually touch the falls like you can like reach over and touch the the waterfall itself that's how close you are i was like dude canada's so sick this is cool but um yeah anyway poutine from Denny's. from Denny's. That's <laughs> not great. Uh, looking at the chat real quick, uh, my, my, Sir Wiggles, why did you punish yourself, Nick? Um, <laughs> dude, you know, you go, you, you go through all like the customs and they're just, you know, checking your car and then you're hungry. And the first place you see is a Denny's and you're like, sure, that's fine. You go and <laughs> you're like, yeah, whatever. We'll eat Denny's. And then your Canadian step aunt will be like, hey, you should try poutine. And I'm like, what could go wrong at a Denny's? Everything. Everything yeah, every, could go everything, wrong. Everything. Everything. It could go literally wrong. tasted like shit. Like it was just not. It was not good. It, it was like soggy potatoes with like gravy. It was not. I mean, I, I think like the best version of like fast food, fast food, or like just like diner type food, diner poutine would be like New York fries, which mm. not in New York at all. It's a Canadian thing, which is oh. weird. I, yeah. I think they're in a couple other countries, like all but America, essentially. That's like white people cooking anything that has any ethnic background at all. Like, you have me cook Mexican food, it's not going to come out as Mexican <laughs> food. It's just not. It's going to be, it's going to be like you know the watered down Taco Bell, exactly Del Taco version. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, moving on to some of our news headlines that we had, uh, starting off with the first one, Witcher 3, they have a next gen up their next gen update for the PS5 and Series X that's been postponed indefinitely as CD Projekt Red have now decided to make that update in-house. Originally, Saber Interactive, who were responsible for the Switch port of the game, were the ones doing it beforehand, but now CD Projekt Red is just going to take it into their own hands to put it out whenever we see it i mean didn't they announce a new game coming out yeah they're working on a new game so like, they're working on a i believe it's witcher 4 that they're working on yeah yeah i think so so like what's the point i don't know that's just my opinion i don't it's because skyrim's on next gen and witcher isn't <laughs> they need to get it on everything is that really the reason they probably just keep, i guess i i guess i mean i i can see I have a whole spiel on that, but it would take too long. But this whole like next gen versus and, and bringing old games back and trying to to push it again, it's like stop it, just stop it. Like they let them be where they are. You're trying to make sales on something. Like how many times has uh, Skyrim be? Uh, how many times has it been re released? Three sixty PS three. The one in the PS4, the Switch, the PS5 and Series X, the PC, the special editions, <laughs> the smart fridge, obviously. I the think it's fridge, around yes. I think it's around like eight times. To- the one for the Alexa. That's- oh yeah, it's on Alexa too. Uh Is thank it you for actually? that in the chat, Scott. Yeah. 
I, I think so. I believe That's so. That's what I'm talking about, though. Like, take your L. Just make a new game. We are, I mean, Bethesda is also making a new game. We're getting Starfield this year, I believe. if Or next year. We're getting Starfield pretty soon. No, right. Focus on that. Stop re-releasing your games. Stop. It. I mean, I mean, for Bethesda though, it's like easier for them to just re-release something because it's just like, oh yeah, we don't need to do anything. Port. <laughs> That's it. Yes, I, I guess it works, but I don't know. That's just kind of like lazy work to me. Um, our second piece, Niantic, the very popular developers of Pokemon Go, they're working on an original game of their own, not using any properties from Nintendo or anything else. Uh, it's a digital pet game called Paradot. You can pre-register for it right now. But I think it's essentially Niantic's original version of possibly Pokemon Go. Where instead of Pokemon, it's just virtual pets. Virtual VTuber pets or whatever it is. That's kind of cool. The internet's ruined my brain though. Because you said Peridot, which is spelled P-E-R-I-D-O-T. Yeah. And because the internet goes period and for some reason added a T to the end. That's how I read that. And I was like, why would they name their game Period. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dumb. That's dumb. Um, Sega of America and Roblox are teaming up to release a licensed Sonic game on Roblox. That's actually kind of cool. I, I didn't. Okay. I get like messages from people jokingly, and I actually think one of them might be in. I don't know. I forget if Jake says it or not, but they're just like, when's the Roblox stream? Roblox has so much to offer. It, it honestly does. It has like a lot to offer. It's crazy how much it is. I'm just scared to dive into it mm. because Roblox children. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, Roblox people, just people in general. You know? Yeah, hmm. yeah. But <laughs> this isn't the first time uh, Sonic and Sega have done this as we did see the official Minecraft Sonic collab for Bedrock Edition where they essentially made Sonic and Minecraft. Interesting. <laughs> it, it was crazy. It wasn't great, but it was something. Do you remember when they were doing like all the, the Sonic and Mario sports games? Oh, yeah, the Olympic like, games. Yeah. Are you going to let this die anytime soon? Like. They kind of did, and then they're like, "Hey, we're back!" And people were excited when they came when they brought it back even more. So, I guess you can sell nostalgia. That works. But it was just like they were they were really running it into the ground. They should have just yeah. The just the third one, the London. It was when the London games came out that I feel like it was just meh. Yeah, the first two were good. Like the first one's great, and the Vancouver Winter one was good. But then the next uh, Olympic games and the next Winter games that they put out were not that great. Mm. And then they put out uh, the most recent, the most recent two, I believe, or just most, the most recent one was like a solid job. Like I said, Tony knows all. Tony fills you in on all the stuff you had no idea even existed. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I didn't know it existed. Oh, I vaguely knew it existed. QuakeCon, that's returning this year. Uh, a digital event, again, only, digital only. It's going to happen August 18th, between the 18th and 20th. Uh, for another QuakeCon, which I believe was infamous as uh, Twitch took down their live stream or anybody co-streaming it. No, they took down because they played ACDC during the event and it got uh, DMCA striked. That sucks. That I, sucks if I'm, a lot. If I'm remembering the event correctly, it was a previous QuakeCon that did that and it was That's funny. funny. Uh, but uh, hopefully that won't happen again and uh, it can go on in peace uh august 18th to 20th 
No Man's Sky has a new update called the Outlaws update, where basically you can now become a space pirate. That's tight. It's pretty dope. Plain and simple, that's tight. Plain and simple, exactly. Vicarious Visions, the developers of Tony Hawk's uh, 1-2 remake, they have dropped their name entirely as they have now fully merged with Blizzard. Wow. Yeah. This process, this was a currently happening. It's like been in the process for about a year or so. And now it's officially Vicarious Visions is just part of Blizzard now. I know you absolutely talked about this probably for multiple weeks, so we don't have to deep dive onto it. It's <laughs> is Microsoft it about Blizzard? Yes. Who, yeah. who bought Blizzard again? Microsoft. Microsoft okay, bought so Mic- Activision Blizzard. So now they also own the Tony Hawk remakes. Sick. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah. That's insane, dude. That Microsoft is doing the the monopoly of of moves. They are. Uh, they are. That uh, that whole purchase though is being looked at by like a couple of U.S. senators though. It's yeah, because it's, it's a huge purchase. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> things are happening in that, and so which actually bleeds perfectly into your next point. Yes, it, it does. It's on Microsoft. Uh, they've recruited certain affinity to help 343 industry with Halo Infinite. Oh my because God. if you haven't heard, Halo Infinite is not doing great. I have so many qualms. <laughs> um, I'm so mad. Oh, dude. I don't know. We can come back to that because I just... Ugh. Oh, yeah, I feel uh, like we will be talking a bit more about that with one of the topics yeah. we have today. Yeah. But, but, uh, oh, but speaking of Halo, Master Chief Collection added a new mode uh, to ODST called Flood Fight. Huh. It's a new firefight mode that specifically you fight the flood. Huh. Which is actually very cool. That is actually kind of cool. I... You know, like, wave games like that? Like, Gears of War had one fighting the Horde. You just had to fight off, you know, X amount of waves until you died. That kind of stuff is kind of... It's fun for a little bit. Not for a long time, but for a little bit. So, good for them. Uh, looking at the chat, Mist, uh, m- mentioning that the update was for ODST and for Halo 3 as well. So, oh, wow. very, very excited. Very exciting. I should definitely did check you, that out. Did you talk about uh, their cookbook? Oh, yes, I did last week. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We did bring up their cookbook last week. That is uh, pre-orders now. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> why, why are you okay? Why are you mad? What, what, what's what? because they dropped the? Oh my god! They dropped the ball so hard, dude. Like, dude. For those of you that can't see it, if you're just listen, like, like, oh. I, I'm a huge Halo. I've been a huge Halo fan. I I love Halo so much. It's a it's a uh, controller holder, by the way, for those of you oh, nice. um, only listening. Oh, sorry, that. on there, there <laughs> he just puts it in his hand. It's, it's um, a Master Chief controller holder. Hold. Thank you. I'm already all over the place. <laughs> I'm just mad, man. Like it was such a good campaign. I almost did like the president thing with the hand. Um, it was such a good campaign. The game was beautifully structured they they kicked the door wide open with the release and all the tournaments and and all the different uh uh pro teams that they were putting together and the skins and dude game came out on fire and then just six months of just sizzling down letting the hacks happen no updates no promises of anything no nothing nothing you just let your game continue to be what it is now it's halo 
it will live for a very long time. But we live in like a time where if you want your game to do well, you have to kind of go with the meta. And the meta right now for for popular shooters is a BR. And Halo is structured perfectly. Now, I'm not saying, and everybody has this argument, and we can come back to this later so we can go on with the rest of the, the uh, podcast. But like they... Not every game needs a BR, but if you want it to have the longevity that these other games do have, most of them have BRs. That's the meta. Your game's structured for it. Everybody wants it. Like those that don't want it are just gatekeeping. There's no other reason for like why would you not want your game to expand and grow and have, you know, a wider audience. But um I don't know, man. It's just, it's sad to see. That's all it is. That's, that's my biggest gripe. It's like one of my favorite, if not my favorite series of games. And it, it's just, it's fizzled out within six months. Not even that, probably like three, but anyway. So, so looking at chat real quick, uh, and I'm going to say the same thing. So Scott in the chat, uh, said Halo's had BR since Halo 2. When you said BR, <laughs> I thought you were referring to Battle Rifle as well. I mean Battle Royale, wow. not the gun. I mean the game it didn't mode. Click, it didn't click for a little while. I'm like, Battle I'm like, oh, BRs are the meta. Interesting. I didn't know that there could be like a like, gun meta. Like Halo. Apex, Warzone, yeah, no, PUBG, like, yeah. Fortnite. <laughs> like games like that, chat. Relax. Oh, it's great. Oh. I'm sad. Anyway, we can move on. <laughs> Just leave my depression uh, yeah. in the back. Um, here's, a, here's a big one about it. Well, I mean, about the company that developed the Battle Royale. Sony and Kirkby, who are the, co- the parent company of Lego, they have both invested $1 billion into Epic Games. Sony and the company that owns Lego. Kirkby, which looks like Kirby. It does. Um, $2 billion total into Epic Games. Yep. Side note, did you know how much Fortnite was making on uh, their skins when Fortnite was in like its peak of its peak? I would assume hundreds of millions. Yeah, I think I think don't quote me on this completely, but I believe in one month they had made like it was either 20 or 200 million somewhere. I know those are vastly different. Dude, it was like I remember reading the headline. If I if I look it up. Um, two hundred million dollars in sales on Fortnite. I think it was like the month of March in their their peak year. They had made like two hundred million dollars off of like sales on on skins. But could be wrong. Like I said, don't quote me. I forget exactly what the number was. Fortnite hits two hundred million registered users. Fortnite has raised thirty six million dollars. Okay, no, that's not. I'd have to I'd have to look for it, but we can we can move on. I'll yes. see if I can find it. Uh, speaking of Fortnite. Uh, we got their latest collab oration for some new skins and items. They're collabing with Coachella. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, they're collabing with Coachella to bring out some Coachella-based skins, accessories, um, possibly some music stuff. You know what? Why am I even surprised? That one, you see, this one makes for- a bit more sense. Like this one, I'm like, you know what? This is on the tame side for Fortnite, honestly. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, they've done wackier shit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in a new free-to-play game news, Scrabble. You can now play it for free at Scrabble.com against anyone in the world or just some bots. 
Just adding on to the word puzzle trend. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you played Scrabble, Nick? Uh, does words with friends count? <laughs> sure, I'll count that. Probably like 2020 because my sister wanted to, like, my sister still plays for some reason. And so uh, I downloaded it and maybe played like a day and then gave up. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, Scrabble I, mean, I, itself, I think I'm the like, same, so. It's definitely, oh, you know what? I take that back. In person, I think I played in like 2020 as well with a friend. So, I mean, it's still like, it's one of those, I think that the cutoff is like our age group. Kids yeah. younger, like past, they don't give a damn, dude. They they don't care. So I don't know. They'd rather just stick to the wordles. Yeah. Oh, dude. Speaking of which, uh, news for everybody. If you wanted to go play the old wordles because there were archives that you could access, uh, New York Times shut down all of them. Yeah, they did. So you can no longer go back to old ones. And I missed a full week of it. So that's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Ooh. It's cool. I'm sad. Ooh, yeah. I got today's though. <laughs> Let's go. How many? How many attempts? Four. Okay. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I tend to average too. So I'm not. Not too bad. It's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, we got some Bungie news. Bungie. Mm. They're offering fully remote options for their employees with the process of getting everything back to the in-office setting. Uh, currently, they have those options available for seven states: uh, Washington, Cali, Texas. Those are three of the seven that I remember off the top of my head. Um, So that's pretty cool. Good for them. Very good for them. Uh, Speaking of Wordle, actually, this ties back into that. uh, At Xenos Enjoyer on Twitter has made a new Hurdle type game. If you know of Hurdle, where it plays you a second of a song at a time, uh, up to 15 seconds. They made a specific Hurdle game that only uses Final Fantasy XIV music. That's kind of cool. That's an that's creative. I like very that. creative. Good for them. On on very on uh, popular soft drink brand Coca Cola, hmm. they're making a metaverse flavored Coke. It is called Coca Cola Zero Sugar Bite, and it quotes brings pixels alive in a tasty experience. What does that even mean? I don't know. What does that mean? Tony, I, don't... <laughs> I need answers. Um, you can't just leave me with that. I don't know. I You see, I don't even know if they're like doing like it's like a physical soda either or if it's just in the metaverse. Um, because it's a metaverse soda as well, the Coke Bite launch includes a Fortnite creative island, which features four mini games that can only be solved by working in tandem with fellow players, as well as a separate augmented reality game that tells the story of Bite, an 8-bit pixel left behind when Coca-Cola Bite entered the metaverse. Like, I... <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I know so... you have to get what... I get it. Like, you gotta get what the times you do. Like... As as the world evolves, like you can't be the the old people that's like, I'm not gonna touch the internet. It'll eventually die. This isn't gonna die. But you can do better than that. Uh, looking at the chat again, uh, this there were, there was another type of Coke that they released for the metaverse called Starlight Coke. Uh, thank you for bringing that up, Miss. I, I knew there was another one. I couldn't remember what it was called. Uh, Starlight 
so if if it, he says that it was a, it was good, so that means that there probably is a physical thing of this. But it's also just in the metaverse. So now your d- digital avatar can drink Coke in the metaverse. Pepsi needs Ooh. to get on their game. Pepsi <laughs> needs to start uh, putting competition in the metaverse. Certain servers have Coke products. Certain servers have Pepsi. The next the next uh, Coca Cola flavor is NFT. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. You got it. Just uh, insane. I don't know, man. I just the thing that I have the biggest gripe with with these companies trying to do um, stuff like this is that there isn't there's there's not a lot of thought put into it. That just doesn't seem like there's a lot of thought put. Like our next flavor is called Zero Sugar Bite. Yep. Oh, it's it it's be, Coke Zero, I, Coke Zero, basically. It's just sorry, uh, yes, right. Like, but I can see there's some creativity there. Like, but then it's just like, oh, we're gonna get into the metaverse and we're gonna create this story that doesn't we're gonna, make any. And we're gonna give you guys an exclusive Fortnite creative island with four mini games. But I guess that is creativity. I don't. Know. I don't know. Whatever. They have billions of dollars. I don't. We got uh, two more stories here. Uh, first, we, three people have been arrested in London over an unofficial clone of Club Penguin. It was uh, Club Penguin rewritten. Where is this? Uh, so the I, I, as as per usual, I do grab a couple stories day of if anything does happen. And this okay, came out today. Okay. I was just like, hello. <laughs> this came out today. And I'm like, what? So yeah, um, Club Penguin. I was, of course, when Disney shut down Club Penguin. Uh, when they did, they also have been trying to take down as many clone sites of Club Penguin as possible, because you know, just it's their property and whatnot. You shouldn't really do that. Um, right. the, the website now has been taken over by London's Police Intellectual Crime Unit as part of the ongoing operative creative campaign, which kicked off in 2013, uh, with the goal of com- combating alleged copyright infringement online. So basically, if you go to that site now, it's just a black screen with the text, the London police own this. Leave. Not, not those All exact right. words, but you know, in gamer terms, that's what it's like. What's the, what's the super buff cat emote where it's like it's just standing? <laughs> um, and lastly, uh, not really game related, but it is kind of big. So he doesn't just want to be on the board of directors anymore. Elon Musk has now offered to buy Twitter. Interesting. With he's offered to buy essentially each share of the company for $54.20 US, which would equal a total of $43.4 billion Jesus to buy Twitter. And he has oh, also God. said that if it doesn't go through, him being on the board of directors may not be a thing. He'll be out, he'll be re looking into move, that. Dude. It's a power, yeah. What a power move! Like, give me it. Or I'm out completely. Like, that's nuts, dude. I'm a big fan of him. So, I mean, like, I think when you have an understanding of of comedy and you have an understanding of not everything is serious, when you can kind of pick apart, like, what's serious and what's not, um, is a very smart individual. And he's very funny. Um, I don't know necessarily if that's 100% true, if he's going to, like, completely back out of the company. But he that said that it would like be any- like um, it would just be like over like uh, it'll be like reviewed a set of right. like whether or not he'll be of like where of him being on the board and all that stuff that'll be looked over. 
I mean, the day he, he, what did he do? Didn't he buy like X amount of shares or something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's like how it, he got on the board or it was yeah, offered so, the position on the board. Was because and then of that how day tweeted, he, bought. he just, he just tweeted like, hi, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, it like, I mean, it was millions of people like responding to it. Not millions, like hundreds of thousands of people responding to it. Like everybody just saying hi back. Like it was getting retweeted. It was getting oh, liked. Yeah. It was just all over the place, dude. I was seeing it like a week later. My like God. this is, he's, he's, he's an actual like internet gene. He's a genius period, but he's also like an, uh, an internet troll genius. It's, Oh yeah. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it for the video game news. Moving on to the world of TCG. Starting with Pokemon, Astral Radiance, that is the next Pokemon mainline TCG set coming out May 27th. It's going to feature Hisuian forms from Legends Arceus, uh, more V-Star cards, I believe, as that's the new like gimmick they introduced with the card game. Okay. Um, so that's nice. And Pokemon Go, they'll have some TCG sets released in summer of this year. Starting July 1st, they'll be releasing a bunch of different Pokemon Go sets in Waves. Uh, so we got those happening for the world of Pokemon. In the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, starting with our weekly Master Duel news, the Synchro Festival event, that is currently ongoing. That and that will be going until the 21st of April. Um, so get those free gems that they're offering you with those loner decks or just make your own. And uh, hate everything when they summon, when they're not using Synchro cards or they're using other gimmick decks and all that stuff. It's been a painful grind a bit. Not going to lie. But it's better than ranked. Still better than ranked right now because ranked Master Duel is cancer. As all ranked is for any game. I want to pull my hair out when I play ranked on Master Duel. It's getting bad. Like It's gotten so bad that I'm working on two anti-meta decks. Uh, The first one I've labeled actual cancer. And the second (laughs) one is just a Blackwing deck that I'm working on. Actual cancer. Actual good. cancer. It's 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 essentially uses a gimmick called World Lock, where you basically get out a big monster that can uh, prevent your opponent from taking their turn entirely. It just skips over their turn and comes back to you. Interesting. Yeah. And I summon a pot of gold or whatever it was. <laughs> pot, of it? pot of greed. Pot of I greed. Pot of greed. a pot of greed. <laughs> and draw two cards. Uh. You can't do that. Actually, I can. So I summon a pot of greed. <laughs> um, as for just other packs coming out, Albaz Strike comes out April 14th. Tactical Masters on June 10th. The Legendary Duelist Season 3 Collectible Dice on June 24th. And Power of the Elements on August 5th. And in Magic the Gathering news, Commander Legends Battle for Baldur's Gate, that arrives in June. That is the next D&D crossover with Magic the Gathering which is super exciting. But also, we got uh, some an earlier release coming, Streets of Capenna, which comes later this month, which is inspired by Art Deco and America's Roaring Twenties. Basically, what if the demons were crime families? Interesting. The artwork looks very dope. I really enjoy the That's artwork cool. that is put out. It's it's just like the the, the American mob bosses, but demons. So they're wearing suits. They got the hats. It's... They got the cigars. It's great. I love it. And lastly, in some board game news, Blade Runner, the role-playing game, that will be released at retail this fall. The Kickstarter begins May 3rd for that. And and what what has the D&D community up in arms, worried, or 
possibly stuff. Hasbro, which is the parent company of Wizards of the Coast and all of that, they're buying D&D Beyond, which is the RPG's leading digital tool set. And people are nervous about what this means um, for D&D Beyond and also possibly Roll20 down the line or any of the online stuff that D&D has. I always wonder like who's really up in arms about these things because like i'm in a completely different realm of of gaming and, and all sorts of different stuff so like i see that whereas like how big is the community for D and and uh for specifically D beyond and like what does the uproar look like i i would guarantee it's the same you know people are uh, scared or- that with them buying it they're gonna put some microtransactions in there and put things mm. behind paywalls they absolutely will it's the easiest way to make their money yeah i actually know somebody speaking of microtransactions that i met recently who um uh has put eight thousand dollars into apex uh they have eight heirlooms and um they also they were like you think apex is bad you should see my destiny spendings and all the microtransactions i bought in there and i was like how much and they're like Seventeen thousand. Craziest part: they're twenty-three years old and they're super successful and own okay. multiple businesses. Okay, okay. I'm like, I'm like, please tell me that they're at least like, you know. Six, oh no, they like, have okay. the money. Okay, it's okay, not cool. just a cool. degenerate spending. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, no, they're good. But seventeen thousand. Period. Like, 17. is. I'll have to tell my Destiny Insider Jackson about this. Oh, uh, I yeah, I know exactly who it is. I just. Won't like completely air out their laundry. Yeah, like no, that. I'll, I'll. Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's nuts, dude. That's nutty. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the news from this past week. It's time to take like, taking a look ahead. Uh, here's what should be on your radar for game releases from April 18th to 22nd. From AAA titles to upcoming indies and random shovelware, here's what's coming out next week that should be on your radar. We don't have any releases on Monday or Tuesday. Nothing on the 18th or 19th. Well, the 18th makes sense because it is, uh, depending on how your work week looks, Easter Monday, because it is a four-day long weekend coming up for some places or just a three-day. But no releases on Tuesday either. On Wednesday, Star Wars The Force Unleashed, the Wii port, is getting ported over to the Switch, and Ember Knights is coming out on PC. The Force Unleashed is actually—it's a good game. It's a good. It is a great it's game. A it's the Weaver. Game. It's the Wii version coming through the Switch, which means swing that Joy-Con like a lightsaber. True. Which is awesome. I'm excited for that. I might pick it up because yeah. I haven't played Force yeah. Unleashed in forever. They were really, really good games, and I was really sad that they didn't make a what is it, the third installment? A third, yeah. Was, they yeah. should. They especially with where they ended the second one. It could have been so good. It could have been really good. It could have been yeah. amazing. But no, uh, on Thursday, Teardown, Godlike Burger, Trolley Problem Inc., and Valone all come out to, for the PC. Anucard comes to the PC, Series X, Xbox One, and Switch. And Lumote, the Mastermote Chronicles, comes to the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And lastly, on Friday, Metal Tales Overkill comes out on everything except the Xbox One. And Winkeltel, Win- Winkelt? The little one, shop. One could build the... <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's spelled W I N K T L T J E. 
Uh, that comes out on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and the Switch. And those are all the games, or some of the games, the big ones that, like, you know, the websites are covering uh, that are coming out next week. Um, and with that, I think it's time to get into our main discussions now. It's time to figure out what we're talking about this week in the Game Lounge. Covering a variety of topics with his weekly guests, here's what's going down this week in the Game Lounge. And to kick it off, you've... So you've been... Uh, I remember, like, I, when I watched you a couple of times, you've been talking about switching from controller to mouse and keys. And you finally, like, made the full jump, or, like, what's going on? So, um... Right now, I'm on today, on today's stream will be day nine. Um, not to be completely misunderstood, I tried mouse and keys uh, January 1st, 2021 until the end of March. So I gave it a full three months, but I was playing Warzone. That is, that is a very like, it's much easier on controller. Uh, whereas like now uh, playing Apex, Apex can kind of be a controller or mouse and keys type game. Uh, that's my personal opinion on Warzone. So I tried mouse and keys for three months a year ago. Um, was miserable. Had the worst time of my life. Picked up a controller. Dropped like the biggest kill game that I had in three months. And I was like, okay, let's just try harder on a uh, controller. Let's try learning different things. Let's buy. Um, for those of you that are just listening I had bought a Wolverine. It's a Razer controller, a Razer Xbox controller. It's called the Wolverine Ultimate, if you want to see what it looks like. It has two extra buttons on the top here. Uh, there are two like in between the bumpers. And then it has four on the back that instead of on the handles, keep in mind it's dirty because of all, you know, sweaty <laughs> gameplay. Um, <laughs> your finger kind of sits nicely right here if you grip the way that I do. Um, Again, if you're listening, I'm sorry. But uh, I I was, was trying for a year to get better at controller, and I feel like I hit a peak recently, um, especially on Apex. I just There were certain things that I wanted to do that I couldn't get my brain to grasp. There were like, you know, I rerouted the four buttons on the back of the controller to um, my like X, A, B, and Y. So like you can, you know, you never have to take your right finger off the joystick. That's the whole point is to like minimize um, the finger release from the joystick. And I started having strokes. I mean, I literally couldn't even do like multiple moves at once because my I couldn't, I couldn't do it. There was just too much. Um, so then I switch over to mouse and keys. And within like two days, I'm able to do all the things that I want to do uh, in terms of like movement, um, like actual character movement and then the um how do you say this like the keyboard movement being the <laughs> wasd yeah. but then the actual like camera looking with the mouse like everything that i needed to be able to do the snaps the 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 quick movements to get out of s certain situations i can do on mouse and keys and i think i'm gonna stick to it for a cool while wow i think i'm probably gonna like completely move over especially because i already put like 200 bucks into new equipment <laughs> <laughs> um, because I realized that a wireless mouse would do me better. I bought a much bigger, um, mouse pad that covers my whole desk now Ooh, and then nice. a, uh, smaller keyboard. So like now I have the full setup and it is very nice. nice. It's very, very nice. Sorry for the whole like rundown on that, but I think that kind of like covers the, the reason for switching. It's not like 
th- there's arguments on both sides. You know, aim yeah. assist is too strong. Aim assist isn't strong enough. Mouse and keyboard has way more control, which like no matter what side of the argument you're on, everybody's right and everybody's wrong. Um, but just for me personally, um, I think mouse and keys works better. If that answers that. Nice. No, it definitely yeah. does. Are you aside from shooters do you prefer to just play games casually on mouse and keys or controller if it was just casual like any campaign i'd much rather do it on a controller it's just the competitive part which is actually a good question because um like elden ring right yeah uh much easier on controller much easier um some people do it on mouse and keys It, it is doable but it's just smoother on a controller um like any any type of campaign game um if it was halo if it was uh what was it star wars what was the most recent one with the the famous actor that they used uh fallen order uh is it fallen order yeah that's the most recent star wars story game so that that's like a really good controller game so if it's casual controller all day just because i've I've done it for 20 years you know Um, yeah i've i started on like nintendo and and sega and stuff like that um then getting my very first xbox and playing gears of war on that which when gears of war 6 comes out i'll probably pick up a controller again but but for like apex and fortnite mouse and keys is it's the move for me nice i don't know i feel i'm particularly i'm more fond of controllers myself i only ever use mouse and keys on those i guess those survival type games yeah uh like the minecrafts the the seven days to die type things and i played seven days originally back on my playstation with controller and it's just not as I, i don't like the inventory management with a stick compared to the mouse yeah like when you have um I think that's the the argument everywhere is is how does the game play with mouse and keys versus uh controller in terms of like not just the movement but inventory management's a huge one um how you can access the menu like an apex we'll use that for example um you can so say you have a death box which for those of you that don't know what that is uh when somebody dies completely and they're there, they leave the game, a box will drop with all of their equipment. When you go up to it on a controller, you hold down X or whatever you have it bound to. Um, and then you take your right joystick and you have to glide over to where the, the inventory is and, and scan through it or right stick, left stick. I already forget. Um, you can use your D pad. You can select things, all of that, but you can't move while you're looking through the box on mouse and keys because everything is bound to your mouse you access it with e but then you're selecting everything with your mouse so you can use your wasd so as you're searching through you can keep your character moving that completely changes everything i mean like because you know if you're searching through a box somebody can shoot you if you're standing still but if you're moving left and right you know you can neo your way through some some bullet dodges um so that that's a huge uh point of contention when it comes to to inventory um is that a reason to switch no uh not at, not at all <laughs> but you know uh, then you have again using apex that the, the gameplay of 
I think it's like the top 90% or top 80% or something like that of Apex players are all control players or controllers. Sorry. Um, they're all on a, on a roller. Like they, they're just nuts because close fights on a controller are much easier uh, than they are on mouse and keys. So I think it just depends on what game you're playing. Um, and on top of that, what your preference is. Cause I can sit here all day and tell you like, I do better on mouse and keys. That doesn't mean you're going to do better on mouse and keys. I think it's just per person. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, uh, a good example of mouse and keys versus controller I had recently. Uh, I did a 1v1 with uh, Sir Wiggles, who's in the chat today, uh, in, Halo, in Halo, yeah. uh, we, in uh, Reach. He was on keyboard. I was on controller, and I dominated that match, I think. What was it? What was it? Like a 10-point lead? on that if not more (laughs) yeah so that's the other thing right so gears of war comes out on an xbox so does does halo right those are both uh controller based games to begin with that is the 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 that will probably be an argument for years to come is depending on how the game first functioned uh and and where either people learned or how the uh, compatibility works when they switch it over to you know PC so people on mouse and keys can play. But I'll play mouse and keys for Apex and Fortnite, but if I get on Halo, I'm more than likely going to grab a controller. So you can always switch back. I think that's the other thing, too, that's really nice, being, is being able to switch back and like forth. being ambidextrous with mouse and keys and controller, I yeah. think is a great yeah, way to put it. Versata- uh, versatility is, is very nice. Uh, to be able to just be like, okay, today this isn't working. Let's try the other one. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. I've, I just got to learn shooters with keyboard. I, I think I need to just like do it once to figure out how I feel fully about it. I think it's worth, I wouldn't hop into a game like I did with Warzone because it, it defeated me so badly that I I would touch my mouse and keys for other games and be like, oh, I'm I'm dog shit at I'm this. Triggered. But it wasn't that. It's just it's a hard game to learn on. Whereas um, Fortnite's a, 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 especially the no build Fortnite. That let me bring that part up because like no build Fortnite is simplified. So you're literally just picking up the guns that are on the ground and shooting people and running. That's it. It's a it's a battle royale. It's a BR. Um, but uh, if you go hop into Warzone, that's like crouch sliding, jumping, looking around, spam crouching, like laying on the drop shotting. Like you, you're doing everything. Um, it's not an easy game to pick that up on. It's easier to go play like multiplayer or another game to learn mouse and keys first to get your hands comfortable. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's just the yeah. Anything else you want to add about this before we move on to topic two? Because this topic um, compared to topic two is a much smaller one. Yeah, yeah, we can. I'm, I'm pretty. That's pretty much it. It was just more so the 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 switch itself. Yeah, uh, was the biggest thing that happened for me, like in the past week. Yeah, it's big. How, how did you feel? Like, was it a bit liberating? Or um, how how would you how would you describe the switch? Relieving, relieving. Oh, okay, because I was able to do things where I was like, "Why can't I do this on a controller? Is it me?" And then I pick up mouse and keys, and I was like, "Oh no, it's definitely like me, but my limits on controller." Um, 
it, it, it was just like, how do I say this? Like, it was me, but not in a negative connotation because it was me on a controller, whereas like me on mouse and keys can do this. So it just, it was a, it was a form of relief due to the, like, am I ever going to be able to improve? And got my answer, which is yes. All right. <laughs> okay, then. Um, I think with that, we'll move over into topic two, which is kind of a follow-up to a topic we had last time, but it's always nice to check back in on a lot of these games that you are very, you play a lot of. Um, and starting off with the dreaded Call of Duty Warzone. Mm. So mm. How, how, how's the game? How's it going with it? Did, did you play know. on April 1st? Did you play it on April 1st? Because they did, like, no. essentially made everything chaotic on April 1st. I uninstalled Warzone oh. a couple weeks, maybe a month or two. Two months, I believe, was the max into its newest, like, map release with Caldera. And I gave up. Wow. I refused to play that game anymore. It's, uh... It's honestly, like... It is when I say this, I I truly do mean this. It is like the biggest piece of shit out right now, and I'm not saying that because I'm upset because I'm I'm losing. I'm saying it because they don't care. They they quite literally had devs tweeting. There are so many things in the game that we don't know where to start anymore because they just layered and layered, and they just kept stacking shit on more shit on more shit. And I mean that not only figuratively, but I mean literally that just like shit updates and shit skins. And I mean, it, it ranges anything from like a, a skin on a gun that literally used to turn into a transformer on your screen where you couldn't see or it would sometimes blind you uh, and it would look like a, fla- a permanent flashbang where it was just a white screen. That's not a joke. That's like that's how bad their their game got. And then not only that, but you have like the player interaction where it's just cheating. It's nonstop cheating. Oh, we're going to add an anti-cheat that works 12% of the time. That's not a good anti-cheat. <laughs> no, it's not. So, I mean, I, I, I've i talked about this time and time again. I won't completely uh, go down that, that rabbit hole, but it's just not in a good state. They even said it's not in a good state, so... Uh, there's a lot of news on it uh, in terms of because I see with the 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 questions there, um, which again love the fact that I can just like look over and kind of like uh, see see what's up just in case like I, I ramble too long. Um, <laughs> they apologized uh, for the state of their game. Oh wow! Um, with the Microsoft and Blizzard uh, acquisition. What are you, Thank you. There you go. I was going to say interaction, but acquisition is better. With that happening, um, they also stated that they're going to completely revamp Warzone and make it a new experience that's never happened before, um, and that they're going to not release a Call of Duty every single year, that they're going to take time on it. Will it be broken promises? Maybe. Who knows? Probably. It could be. But I mean, with the purchase, you never know. Like with if the company was the exact same company and no one got fired and nothing changed, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. But that's such a big change that it, you know, it might be something good. So 
who knows um but they pretty much when they said that everyone kind of took that as oh so you're giving up on the game that's out now which means nothing's going nothing's to gonna improve. happen it's no. gonna stay so, like it's gonna stay its broken pile of like it's basically just a garbage place yeah, it's garbage heap so it's a, it's a dumpster fire and the people that are playing it are they just kind of like accepted it and just agreed with it and moved on so i get it um i just refuse to play a game where i literally have clips on clips on clips of people with a sniper just not moving from the center of my forehead like they're just not because it just locks on with all their hacks yeah so it is what it is yeah it really is um so then we go into the game that you've kind of fallen in love with recently apex Mm -hmm. which is fantastic uh Go ahead. Go ahead. How is it? Just how is it? How is it going? What's new with has anything new happened to Apex since we last spoke? Um, quite a bit. Uh they had new seasons uh released because I don't when, when was the last time that we talked? Like uh fall or winter of last year. So they had at least I know they had season twelve release, maybe season eleven as well, or it might have been in the middle of season eleven. So pretty much season twelve came out. Lots of problems, lots of breaks, um, as as expected at this point. I mean, there's such there's such big updates, and they're changing their game, and they're adding in new things. Things aren't always going to go smoothly. Um, but as you continue to play a game, you start to see all the things that are wrong with it, like the sound cue is not working. Uh, like somebody can just literally walk up behind you, and you have no idea. Um, and aside from like the, the the bad parts, honestly, I'm I'm still playing it there's it's not as broken as uh the other good games like hours to, there's more good than bad absolutely there there is and there's a lot of room for improvement um for the most part for the most part they do fix the things that are like majorly broken i think sound cues are always going to be an issue you know like there's no sound on this person is something that you hear on every single game it's like you kind of just roll with the punches at that point. Um, but they released Mad Maggie, who is a new character in the game, and everybody thought she was going to be broken, and she ended up being like a perfect fit. She didn't; she wasn't o- overpowered by any means. She wow. just kind of blended right in, which was uh, new. And keep a game in mind, releasing anybody, a non-broken character on release. Who'd have thought? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like people can have their complaints, but overall, like when Seer was released who is a a scan character he was broken they literally fixed him within three weeks he was so broken that if he was if you didn't have him on your team of three you probably weren't going to win that game every single team had a seer because uh he was just extremely overpowered and it was it was ridiculous playing against him that's Um, crazy but they fixed it within three weeks whereas like halo hasn't had an update in six months they released a cookbook um they released the, you know, they, they released the cat ears and dipped <laughs> dude oh and so as far as as far as apex um yes there are it definitely has its problems everybody's gonna bitch and complain but if you really take a step back and look at it it's not it's not that bad and the cheating we got cheated on yesterday uh playing which and and that isn't one of those things where it's like oh He's maybe cheating when you're watching somebody follow somebody through walls because you can spectate your your killer. Like I'm hiding in an area where there was no reason for them to look there. It's like a one in a, I don't know, 
hundred thousand, one in a million chance that anybody would be where I was. They didn't yeah. have a scan character because we we went over all the like possibilities of them looking. But the guy just peaks perfectly, destroys me. I mean, I mean, I got melted within like a second, and uh, and then we just we spectate him, and we're like, maybe, maybe he might have walls. And then we literally watched him track a dude, and we're like, there's no reason you should know he's there, none at all. So, um, I don't know, I don't know. It's like th- that's few and far between yeah. that you come across like real hackers, but. The hacking issue is um, something that I think we're going to be. Do we talk about that a little bit later? Yeah. How is Apex's no. like? Do they have an anti cheat in? Do they? They do. They do. They do. Is it um, good? It does. <laughs> does it work? I mean, Better in comparison to other games, there are definitely stronger ones, but there are definitely weaker ones. So, it's just one of those things. that's like, I don't think there's ever going to be a way to get past cheating yeah i just don't think so uh, people will fi- they'll find a way dude i mean there are people that literally can hack into like the government like didn't the pentagon or something get hacked i mean and, like, what does the pentagon not get hacked <laughs> but that's what i'm saying is like that's supposed to be like a government like people will find a way they will yeah. there's people that are just miserable human beings that want to ruin good things for good people um so overall it's not terrible but uh for apex there's a thing called predator uh predator is the highest ranking in apex the top 750 people in the world um world i mean like literally there's 750 slots uh a large percentage of those i don't know how big the percentage is but those are cheaters because they just worked their way up like the guy that i was playing against was just you could tell he was on his way up to go hit pred because he's just got wall hacks and he's following people through walls so I don't know. It's one of those things that like you kind of just accept it and roll with it until uh, either a bigger punishment than deleting your account gets put out or or what. But yeah, we need to. Not much you can do. I feel like we could. I feel like I don't know. Video games could unite and make like a. I don't know what what's um, a super anti cheat system to just work with everything. And yeah, but the thing that happened with Warzone was that apparently don't, uh, this isn't me this is what i read and heard and listened to and all that um when they put out their any cheat or their map or something someone accidentally leaked the source code and how when you leak you, the source code how do you accidentally you leak the source, leak code, source done, code how do you accidentally leak anything how do you get hacked on how do you get you know how do you become somebody differently named because they found your social like Somebody accidentally leaked the source code, and when you leak the core of it, everything can be worked around because no matter what they change, the source code will always be the same. So they'll just—it's a backdoor. They—they really did fuck their entire game because they released the backdoor, which sounds dirty, but like they—they opened it, and um, it's uh, just—and then they were just getting slammed. (laughs) That that doesn't help. um, That does not help either. <laughs> but uh it's just it's one of those things dude that like i you're uh, not gonna fix it you're just yeah. not um you have dr disrespect having a game uh you know being worked on i don't know if you've paid any attention oh, to the midnight society i have I, oh man i have some hot takes on dr disrespect right now do you oh uh, what one i 
Man, I mean, Dr. Disrespect talk. I mean, Dr. No Respect for me. That's for sure. That's literally his name is yeah. Disrespect. <laughs> I have no respect for Dr. Disrespect right now. I, the game, okay. The NFTs, no. The music career that he's also trying to go for, no. What? Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's working on an album, too. I know, and his music's really good. I don't. I, I'm so. I disagree so much. Dude. Really? It's so it is so good. Like I, every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh, this is because I think just on the music career part, right? I think what people misunderstand is is there's a there's a band called Attila. Attila is a heavy metal band. Okay. Um, and their front man is called, his name is Franz. Okay. okay. I used to hate them because they ruined metal music, right? They it was all like sex, drugs. Uh, he, it was literally rap music, but like the bad rap, mu- well, bad. Okay, the, the, this- the like bad as like the white person rap. Like, no, 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 no. Like when it, something- when I, when I'm saying this, I mean like the, the whole, like, the only point of me making this music is to show you that I am ah to show you that um, I I get like I got money I got designer I get pussy like I get cars I got I got everything. He Jake took Paul that, rap, got it. Kind of, kind of. He he <laughs> took that and he he introduced it into metal and I hated it. And then I realized later on that what he would do with his producer is that they would just go into the studio, hang out because they were friends. They would uh, get drunk. They would write the heaviest possible riff that they could. And then he would go into the booth and he would do whatever vocals he wanted to do and say the most outlandish shit because he just sex sells like he knew what would sell. The dude ended up making millions of dollars off of revamping his entire band and his whole his brand. So with Dr. Disrespect, I mean, he literally has a song called Gillette and that's all he says. Yeah, that's (laughs) I've seen it. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. It's like there's no there's no meaning behind it. He just made a it's a catchy song that kind of like makes you bob your head a little bit. And it's just like it's nothingness, but it's it's fun. It's for the people who actually care. So I I understand. I understand just as he would understand um, because outside of his costume, I don't know if you know the guy. He's like a really normal dude. I mean, yeah, I've seen uh, didn't he cheat on his wife or something like that back in the day? Yeah, but I mean, like uh, that that doesn't. That doesn't really apply to much of the conversation because yeah. like, when it comes down to his personal life, I mean, end of the day, people do shitty things. It True. just is what it is. You can't really, uh, you know, uh, yeah, he, he's done shit. Go on a, he's done, he, he's shit. done shit. Every, but everybody's done shit and you know, they, they go to make up for it and they try to, um, they try to fix it, but just talking on like the the music alone and like him as a person and and what he's trying to do for, uh, the music right is is whether you like it or not, it's catchy or can be depending on subjective. But he made that music so that not only is it something to listen to, but it's something you can listen to on your stream. It is it is meant so that you can have DMCA free music. And he he released it for everybody to listen to. He um, is working on this game that he's trying to do something new that has a very tight knit circle of ten thousand people to start, um, so that the community can actually be listened to and work on a game and improve it together. 
to to find the workarounds and they're actually looking into the gamers the streamers the content creators the um and those being all separate not all together right uh you have like the casuals the hardcore people you have the um the actual developers all working together uh and once it starts getting going they're still selecting the 10,000 um to make sure that this game is for the gamers by the gamers type beat um and then the the token part i'm yeah. not the biggest fan of any of that stuff yeah however however what bad does it do i honestly like i want to know the arguments of like what's the bad i know that there's like is, i i don't know what the exact because let's be i've only heard all the stuff i'm like yeah i don't really care for nfts myself i don't know it's bad for the environment but i don't know what exactly it does bad to the environment i don't know the specifics and i wish i did so from my understanding and this is you can read into everybody <laughs> depending on what you hear depending on what side you're sitting on right like if you're uh i'm typically like a middle fence person until like proven to be on one side or yeah. the other i have my opinions but i don't let it completely steer the conversation yes um i mean i work when in it comes radio politics i have to be doing trouble all the time right so with you have people that are like why would you make something that's bad for the environment blah 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 like it's uh you know it's it's detrimental to this and that you know how how much damage emails do to the environment tokens do less than that oh damn emails don't even do that much it, dude it's such a minimal thing but like people are trying to find any small way to hate on something and they're just like it's 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 uh, you know you're you're making a select community and you're you're uh isolating people out and it's like there's a point for that i, I know the, honestly you know? the select community kind of actually makes sense because it's basically your qa testers and you're actually that's all like, it is yeah exactly that's all it is he, he's actually doing a lot of things that most video game companies probably don't do that well uh which is and treat their qa testers with respect and the founders thing the the token is just a matter of like remember when you used to buy uh, xbox you have a day one xbox that is a that's just a physical token like there's nothing really it's just a collectible that's all it is because the thing that he the the token that he's giving out is free it's literally just this rotating fucking thing i have one i got one because i signed up and i just got it the other day it's just sitting in a digital wallet which i don't even fucking understand it i just have it because i want to sign up for his game (laughs) like and i want to make that clear for anybody listening i have no fucking idea what i'm talking about in terms of like what it does I just know when it comes down to like the damage argument and everything, I've read as much as I possibly could consume before people made me sick. Yeah. But like, it's just this thing that just rotates in a fucking folder on an online profile. But because it's got all this, this bad shit attached to it, NFTs are different. NFTs and and the, the scams that go behind NFTs, there are some legit NFTs, actual NFTs that are, they're good. But 90% of them gave it a bad name because they're just, scams scams i I have friends that lost yeah i have friends that lost you know uh to bitcoin a bitcoin and bitcoin's worth shit tons of money right now so like that's a lot of money to lose out on for a scam so i get it i understand the 
And I, I, I don't know it. how true this is about Bitcoin, but so there's a commercial that plays on my radio station now because like this uh, crypto business uh, pays for spots and whatnot. There's, according to the ad, there's like only like a thousand or two thousand bitcoins left to be mined. That's interesting. I didn't know that. I had no idea. But I don't know, man. I don't know. There's uh, everybody's got different takes on different things. I'm not here to fucking convince anybody. I don't give a shit what anybody thinks, as long as it's not some detrimental thought. That's like, yeah, dude, we should kill that person. Like then Whoa. it's like, okay, you need to relax. Like that's not. But th- that's uh, the crazy part of the internet. But you you dislike him that's totally fine i just uh i think to have a a different point of view on things i think it's nice to have multiple points of views right like i remember when i was younger um when i was like 18 to 21 22 and i remember thinking like if you cheat on somebody you're fucking even though i have no connection to you whatsoever you're dead to me because that matters right my opinion matters um and I will as I say, got older, I'm for, just for like, that is like I mean I'll be like ooh that's a hot take bruv of like the cheating of like if you would cheat I'd be like ooh, that's I don't know why you would do that like I no, maybe no, lost a the, little the, bit of respect me. for like that person who cheated but yeah absolutely that's probably but about I mean because I don't know them I th- personally I think the number one thing uh, as I got older that I realized and it was a lot of like trial and error was that at what point do people make bad decisions again like cheating isn't like you're yes it is bad it's 100 percent bad i'm not saying that it's it's good but like at what point do you stop ridiculing somebody and let them try and make up for stuff yeah murder is not in the question the murder is not <laughs> like i'm not talking about like some you know, dude, that's just going on a killing spree. And then he's like, please forgive me. And it's like, no, you should probably not be no. around us. Um, you know, but like at the same point, uh, if somebody tried to hurt your family, then like, I know this is completely off topic for a game. Oh, yeah. podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm using, I'm using this as examples yes. as like, there are, are variations of uh wrongdoings that i think people can sometimes make up for or not and someone that is in a gaming community and one of the things that gets brought up is something that they did in the past that they've already moved past their friends have moved past their families moved past the person that they hurt moved past why hasn't everyone else and that is my biggest point um but everything else, when it comes down to like the token and the game itself and all that, I totally understand the hesitation on it. I get it. I get it. One hundred percent. Because it's new. It's yeah. New. It's scary. It's it's very scary. It's scary. My bad, everybody <laughs> listening. Um, I know you probably already fucking tuned out on that conversation, but <laughs> no, it's but it's a good, it's a good that, point. Like, to, it's a good point to bring up. Honestly, I think it's just a matter of giving things chances and not, you know, like everyone's like fuck elon musk or i love elon musk it's like why don't you just wait to see what happens like what let's let's let the this play out i'm definitely paying attention to the whole twitter thing now with uh, elon musk yeah yeah i want to see i want to see where this goes i want to see what's going to happen let's uh let's steer it back to yeah let's steer (laughs) it back to to video games (laughs) moving on to the third one fortnite because i know you've been playing fortnite a little bit it's mm. not on. It's not in there because I forgot to put it in there. But you've been playing Fortnite a bit. Fortnite is good. 
Um, they did a really good job with the no build mode. Yeah, that's, very, it's, very well done. I think the joke is it's now just a regular battle royale again. <laughs> yeah, uh, it went back to like its original form, which was, uh, I believe, was no building before they. I believe there was that. building, but like back in like season one, it wasn't like optimized to where it is now. Yeah, I think when it first came out, though, like I mean, like either season zero or beta or something, there was no building in it. Building was actually introduced, I think, like very early on, but a little bit later from its release, I think. And so it was just, about, you know, fly off a bus, hit the ground, pick stuff up, run through, kill people, right? Um, end game. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, Specifically uh, in game. No, they just, they didn't just, it was, it's in game. No actual murders have taken place. Yes. Uh, so um, they added in a sprinting mechanic so that you have a limited sprint that you can see at the bottom left of your screen. Um, they added in a jumping mechanic. So as you're sprinting, you can actually like do this like wild jump where you're like swinging forward. You can latch onto ledges. They have zips. So like it moves not as quickly as maybe other games do, but it moves smoothly. And um, they, what I keep saying and, and, uh, I've been saying since it came out is that they removed half of their game and gained like two or three times the amount of players. That's it's crazy to think that as well. Yeah. Like it's so crazy. Like Fortnite was known for building, and that's why it was like such a like. And they still have it. And they still they've now they made have, like they've now made like the no build a its own mode in there. Correct. It's a permanent permanent mode, so you can do either of them: uh, solo, duo, trio, or squad. And you can uh, do no builds and builds, but no build has way more attention. Um, I mean, I couldn't play the game before with building because I just couldn't keep up with the kids that could build a one by one tower. And that's the joke that everybody uses. <laughs> but like you really couldn't like you'd shoot them and they were already in a fortress. Um, so with uh, this no build, it's like now you have to win your fights. You can't you can't just escape in your big old fortress. And they're they're doing a lot more tournaments with it too, and it's bringing insane amounts of numbers back to the. I have my brothers playing it who said that they would never touch Fortnite in their life. They're like, I brought it up the other day, and they're like, no. And I was like, just try it. They tried it, and now one of my brothers is like buying all the battle passes. He's spent like thirty or forty bucks on the game already. I'm like, this is what I'm talking about, dude. They did a really good job with this. So Fortnite's great. It's crazy. I still won't touch it. I just. I mean, battle royales to me. I'm just not a fan of battle royales. I've th uh, that's that's different. Then, they've yeah. been oversaturated, and it's just I just kind of just kind of, I'm just kind of done with them a little bit. I get that they're uh, going to probably stick around for the long haul still, especially yeah. with uh, how they're going to reinvent things with that. But yeah, yeah. I just can't get. I think into uh, they'll be around for a while. Uh Next one, I want to know if anything has changed. Knockout City. Man, what happened? Just going EA, back to that in the last time we talked about it, what happened? The most recent update that I saw was that Knockout City has uh, broken their contract with EA and is going to take their game back and revamp it, re-release it, whatever you want to call it, through their own means. Oh. Because they feel like EA is the reason that it tanked. Now, is that is that true? I have no idea. What will happen? I have no idea. We just kind of have to kind of like sit around and wait, um, and see what happens. But pretty much, really good idea. 
executed beautifully. Everything after was not. The ranking system was okay. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't great. It was super fucking easy to just climb your way to the top. I got. I think I was the second uh, highest rank, and we were just flying through that. Um, and it was like one of the very first games I ever picked up, and I was a monster at. I was like, oh, this could be good for tournaments. I was talking to friends about it. I was sending all sorts of different stuff. And I think they ran one or two big tournaments, and then done. Yeah. It's, so. it's just it, like it just disappeared. As we mentioned last time, we brought it up. It just kind of disappeared off the face of the earth, almost. Absolutely, I think it was just one of those things that, like, it was really exciting with no promise afterwards. Uh, same thing with Halo. It was really exciting with no promise afterwards, and that's we're watching Halo literally yeah, as much as people that's don't. A, there's a big difference. So we we're watching Halo on the downfall. We didn't see what was coming next for Knockout City. It was just. The only reason that we're able to watch Halo on the downfall is because Halo is such a big point of conversation, whereas Knockout City is a brand new game that no one really cared about. Like, yeah, there were, you know, probably 80% of the, the biggest content creators in the world gave it a try and then maybe gave it a second try and didn't talk about it afterwards, whereas like Halo has been around since we were all kids. So, yeah, very true. Different. Very true about that. Well, hopefully with uh, them going uh, breaking out of EA, hopefully we can see something cool come out of it. Hopefully, it'd be nice because the game the game the game has had us a lot of promise. It does, it does. They did a really good job with it. I think it's a lot of fun. I actually talked to friends about it quite a bit uh, at random times, but um, yeah, I don't know. We'll just see what happens when they, uh, I guess, re-release it if they do. Um. Next game we have here, Elden Ring. It's fantastic. I have yet to play it. I, I gave the Soul series a chance for the first time, finally, with Bloodborne. Yeah. Man. How was Bloodborne for you? Okay, so blood, honestly, here's what I'm going to say. I liked Bloodborne. You know what? It's not uh-huh. a bad game in any means. I don't think the Souls series is bad in any sort of way. I'm just not very patient when it comes to dying in the same place over and over again. And I could tell my patience was wearing thin on it. I got to the first boss. I got to the first boss. I failed. I lost to him. And then I couldn't get back to him. Yeah. And it was, that was kind of my breaking point. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put the game down before I hurt myself. Yeah. Or my controller. Because it's my baby. Uh, And I'm I'm just, I I can't do it. I respect those who can. I just don't have the mental patience for them. I think it's one of those things that like it's a game I wouldn't play if I didn't stream. I'm playing it mostly because I'm not doing it because of stream, but because I have like the company and it's more so like just kind of chatting with everybody and they obviously like seeing, you know, someone fail over and over and over. <laughs> but Big if I was streamer just man died. <laughs> exactly. And like that's that's fun. It makes for good content. I have a good time talking shit with everybody. Um but the game itself is a lot of patience. And if you play stuff like that on your own, you are definitely a different type of human being. Cause yeah. I, but as for, for Elden ring, that's my first souls game. It's awesome. It's great. It's very forgiving. Um, having your, your horse, your horse. Yeah. I definitely thing. heard a lot of, like it's, I definitely heard it's like the most forgiving souls type game. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Um, I think, uh, they, they, 
wanted to make it more of an introduction type game for people that have never played their games before and i think they executed it perfectly i think um as far as like the breaks in the game are not bad um i think the uh the way that the content was being produced from from other people without even elden ring like they weren't paying for it it just like their game was so good and so um entertaining to see people fail that there was free advertising from everybody about it um so i have put 40 almost 50 hours into it and haven't even hit the halfway point wow and i'm gonna be completely honest the more i think about it and especially again switching to mouse and keys and playing apex and learning all that i don't know when i'm going back to it but uh it's it's a good game it's a fun game do you think it's gonna take game of the year because that's what a lot of people are predicting especially now with zelda being moved to next year when did Arceus come out? This oh Arceus, Arceus came out this Arceus. year too. I'll, I'll, here's the only thing with that: I don't think Arceus can take Game of the Year. I don't think. I don't so. think so either. But I think it's a good contender. I think Elden Ring might win. I think I think that is a possibility, depending on you know. Obviously, we're only four and a half months through the year. Yes. I don't know if there's really anything that's coming out that's like super major. Um. But off the top of my head, I don't think there's really anything no, there's else that could like, really compete with it. Unless the Saints Row remake reboot does some incredible game break game changing things, I don't think anything yeah. can top it. No, I think Elden Ring has a really good chance, if not a locked in chance for it. So, no, I, I like I said, it's great. I think it's a good game. It's definitely infuriating, <laughs> uh, but I think that's the whole point that of it is, is to just yeah. really challenge you as a uh, as a gamer. Um, we got to, I guess it's the last game we, yeah, 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 threw to me horizon forbidden West. One of the best looking games, if not the best looking games I've ever turned on in my entire life. I mean, dude, the PS five, who it is. It's insane. Like, I don't even know how to explain how good this game looks. Like if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about. Just go look up a few clips. Go look up some gameplay of it. It is so... Like every... I, I played... Zero Dawn? Yeah, yeah. I played Zero Dawn, but I'm trying to think of how long I played Forbidden West. Because like I'm going back to that for sure. Like That's on my radar. Again, I'm just addicted to the, the competition part. I'm not, like, I'm not in that story-driven uh, mode right now. I was for a bit because um, I was playing Apex, was losing my mind on that. Then Lost Ark came out, and I gave that like a good two weeks. And the only reason I stopped playing Lost Ark was because uh, Horizon Forbidden West came out. I literally bought a PS5 for that game. Wow. Um, granted, there are other games that I will be playing in the future. So yeah. in terms of when I did it was because of Horizon Forbidden West, but overall did it for all the games that I want to play on it. Um, and then like a week after Horizon Forbidden West came out, uh, Elden Ring comes out. And um, that kind of steered me off from it. But dude, it is the story perfectly continues off of the first one. Um, It feeds into the first one and does a branch of its own new story incredibly well to the point where like I was I was like a little kid, like jumping in my chair. I was like, dude, that is such a sick idea. Like the 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 only thing I 
the more I play games, the only thing I don't really like in it is the the sequences. The fighting sequences are not smooth. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you can swing like this at, you know, in front of you. And if there's an enemy on your right, it will take you off to the side. That's just the extreme aim assist. But um, I don't know. Uh, I think other than that, it's awesome, dude. I I love that game. I can't wait to go back to it. I just not locked into that right now. Yeah. Speaking of like getting a PS5 for a certain game, I think this year might be a good reason because I just remembered, if I'm remembering correctly, the Wolverine game comes out this year. That's right. They From Insomniac. Like one trailer. We've only had the one trailer right? for it. Yeah. It was at E3 or Summer Games Fest last year that they teased it I never it know off. if that's a good thing or a bad thing. The one trailer I mean, and then it, a release. It, yeah. it was. I believe it was for this year. Um, so, was it? Yeah. I don't know. I can look it up. But, uh, hey, everybody. Editor Tony here. There was no release date on the Wolverine trailer. I double-checked. It might be out this year. There's a possibility it'll be out this year, but it's not confirmed. Just want to clarify that. That and then the Harry Potter game Harry, oh, coming yeah. out. Uh, yeah, Hogwarts Legacy. And, so, and then it's still next hard to year, find one And next sure. year is Spider-Man 2. It's a perfect it's a perfect time to get one. It really but... is. Especially with especially Kingdom Hearts now, because I feel like Kingdom Hearts might Kingdom Hearts 4 might be a PS5 next gen exclusive. Mm, especially okay. with it being on Unreal 5. It's definitely I, I'm definitely gonna be starting to look at upgrading soon. I um I would recommend it, dude. I, I have my, my roommate has a PS4 and it's it's good, but like the PS5 is that is something different. I didn't even know graphics could look like that on on a gaming console. It's fucking the what's it called the draw the drawback is that what it is? How think, far something can oh the the render distance. I guess render distance, yeah. So the render distance mixed in with the the detail on everything as you're moving, like draw distance. it does every. Thank you, Scott. draw distance there. Thank you. So just everything that it just it's buttery smooth it just flows dude and it doesn't hiccup at all that was the craziest part was because like i don't have like you know top tier gaming system but i definitely have like a really good uh um pcu i have a great gp or not pcu uh uh is it a pcu power supply unit is psu you have gpu Oh my god. The graphics card mixed in with the um CPU, thank you. <laughs> Called it a PCU. Uh, dude. Okay, so you have your pl- power supply unit, that's PSU. Got it. And then the CPU, thank you. So the CPU and the GPU that I have are um are great, but th- they do hiccup on some things. The PS5 does not miss a beat. Ooh. Like it doesn't make any sense. Whole ass rig versus like a a unit and the unit just kills dude oh Damn. I, don't know. I don't know i love it i'm so glad i bought it it was definitely worth the six hundred dollars oh. that i spent for it <laughs> no, you, you think that's bad us canadians have to pay like eight nine hundred for that shit i have um a good source of being able to find them uh not quickly but at a decent price so uh it's it's somebody that i know but um so i got lucky with it but nice. still even just spending $600 on that and $70 on the game. I spent nearly $700 to play a game for 20 hours, which I will go back to. 
but it's just that that thinking about like i'm looking at it right now and i'm like i haven't turned you on in <laughs> months um but yeah it's it's definitely worth the buy for sure is there anything else you want to add before we move on to the bonus level no wacky lists weekly reports and a look back at video game history here's this week's bonus level in that case, we will move on to the bonus level and chat. This is where you guys finally get to do some major contributions as we get to do our very first live community corner. So any questions you have for myself or Nick about anything we've talked about, anything video game related, you are able to drop in now and we will be taking them um, for a little bit. So feel free to get them in. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens, what we get, because... I can only assume we will get some, hopefully some good questions, some wacky, some, who knows? Speculation on the new Nintendo remake game. <laughs> well, which one? What's that? Uh, wait, yeah, I was going to say which one. I mean, Nintendo remakes a lot of things. Uh, so, uh, I, I'm excited. Definitely a top, gonna be a 10 out of 10 game there. Hey guys, editor Tony here once again. So, Bandai Namco are actually working on remastering a 3D action game for Nintendo. That's all we know. That's what this question was referring to. We don't know details, it could literally be anything. Uh, but it sounds cool, just as long as it's one of the good series. That's my take on it all. What? Uh, oh, wait, Star, Star Fox. Fox? Ooh, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about Star Fox getting remade. I'm, there's a good chance we might see Star Fox 64 get moved. Oh, from the game. Oh, Star Fox Adventure? Oh. Dude, that game was so good. I still I have Adventure and I have Assault. It could be either of the two. I feel like it might be Adventure. Oh, no, it might be Assault that they do. Either see, or. was another set of games like star fox and everything that had such good potential i just don't think gaming was at that point yet i don't think people were taking it that seriously at the point but like that thinking about that uh series just of star fox in general was so good back then i don't know where it's at now but it's it just makes me sad where is it it released star fox zero on the wii u and i think that's the last we've heard of it for a little bit I feel like if we do hear anything about Star Fox again, it's because Star Fox 64 will get put on the N64 um, emulator that the Switch has. And I feel like that might be the closest thing to possible Star Fox rumors that I've heard, or that might possibly happen, that are realistic as well. Because they just put on Mario Golf on that as well. They just put the original Mario Golf on there. Which that was fun. I always go back and forth between when do we let a game stay where it was versus when do we like, you know, give it a second life. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's I feel like at least one like for a lot of the older stuff that's like 20 years old. I feel like, yeah, if it hasn't had like anything or like the last thing it put out was like god awful. Sure, I'm fine with them like, you know, rebooting, re-putting it out or whatever. Yeah to relive it but i feel like some of them should have just should just be like you know not messed with and just part of a piece of history right right uh, i i it's always a it's a toss-up and then you find out 
when they do it if it was good or bad. Yeah. Um, if you people have more questions there, uh, I think we'll come back to questions uh, as you guys think of some to ask us. Feel free to pop them in the chat at all. Uh, we do have some other things that we can take care of while we are waiting for questions. Um, starting with top five. Top five video game sound effects. Ooh. I have one that I hate now. Ooh. Well, I don't hate it. <laughs> but I became... There's a an old study, I believe, that a scientist did or something where it was like, you ring a bell, you give a dog a treat. You ring a bell, you give a dog a treat. You ring oh, a bell. Um, what I, is I, I bring this up all the time. Is um, it Pavlov's dog or something like that? There you go. Yes. So I am the dog <laughs> and chat is Pavlov with the hey, listen noise from the original oh, Zelda. Navi. Because yeah. I have Navi say that and it was originally meant for um the mods to get my attention if you know something was wrong and when people use it i snap over like it doesn't matter what i'm doing like i my dude i like the dog drooling i just and i'm like what and they're like oh hi and i'm like no stop doing that because i'm gonna lose my mind <laughs> and then i realize like oh i did this like this is my fault so definitely wow. top five best and top five uh worst most hated now from me great. yeah oh my god um i think i'm always gonna be a fond uh, i love the kirby dance uh jingle whenever you play a we beat a, a kirby one. stage that's yeah. one of my favorites of all time it's just so wholesome and cute um headshotting a grunt on halo birthday uh, party one of the East birthday party yeah, was good yeah that's that was yeah when I replayed Yay! the Halos earlier this year, I made sure to turn on Birthday Party if the, it was That's available. That's a good one for sure. I, I, I cannot play a Halo game without that because it's just so good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. What's another really good one? Anything from Super Smash Brothers, like their their move sets, where just like there are so many like key noises in there that just throw me back to being a kid playing on Nintendo sixty four, GameCube. Game oh, the GameCube intro. startup. Yes. Yes. Oh my God, that's so oh, good. That's so good. There's a lot of really good noises. It really is. It's it's so effects. interesting to like think of that. Actually, I can't. Uh, I can't think of any more off the no, top of my that, head. No, but... we 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 got five at least in there, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we do got another question from Mist. Why do you torment yourself with Apex ranked? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have. I don't because. The comp- it, it feeds my competitive urge perfectly. Um, the, the the again with the battle royale, the reason why they're so popular and the reason why they do so well is because the the risk versus the reward they're both very high. Um, and although you can get that in like pubs, which is just you know unranked regular, um, it, like it didn't really matter to get wins in Warzone. It was just rewarding. It felt good. Um, it didn't really matter to get. It still doesn't matter to get wins in in Fortnite. You get you get you know uh, tokens or coins or whatever the hell you get for winning an experience. But in ranked, you have to spend ranked points in order to get into the game. So you start losing in platinum. You have to spend thirty six rank points, and then as you get placement and as you get kills, your uh, it, it gets replenished. So the risk is. You know, you're gambling the entire time. It's gamble mixed in with high intense game fights, mixed in with like extreme, co- like it feeds my competitive urge. 
perfectly. The only thing that would do more than that is like an actual tournament uh, for for money. And that is something that I would hope to get into in the future, but I have to get much better first. I have to really uh, grind out this mouse and keys stuff before I even look into that. But there's the answer to your question. <laughs> uh, again, we'll be taking more questions. Uh, moving on to the next part of the bonus level, we got the This Week in Gaming History. Um, so here's what happened in the past uh, from April 18th to 24th that you can celebrate. On the 18th in 2006, Nintendo released Brain Age Train Your Brain in minutes a day uh, for the DS in North America. I played Big Brain Academy. I never played Brain Age, but I played Big Brain Academy, which was, I think, the... I'm not the... smart enough to play either. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's a what? Possibly. <laughs> no, you were saying you oh. think it's the... Oh, the... I think it's the easier of... Uh, Big Brain Academy is easier than Brain Age, by far. Mm. Okay. Uh, April 19th, 2005, Majesco released Psychonauts for the Xbox in North America. Classic uh, platformer there. Got that sequel, what was it, last year? Finally, after all this time. Never played it, but that's cool. April 20th, 2008. Nintendo released Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Time and Explorers of Darkness for the Nintendo DS in North America. The last time they ever released two Mystery Dungeons like a main release series of Pokemon games. If I uh, don't ever respond to these, it is purely based off of me not having any idea what the games are, what they even look like. Obviously, I know what Pokemon is, but yeah, that that's my only response <laughs> to those. It's just like, nice. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, April 21st, 2000, Sonic Team was founded in Tokyo, Japan. Okay, that one's cool. That one, that one gets my attention. God, man. So think it was tight. I, I didn't realize it was like it was only founded in 2000. I thought it was founded a lot earlier, but no, 2000. Hmm. That's really actually, yeah. I would have thought it was like ni- early 1990s I, yeah, or something. I, I would have assumed like he was back, at least back during like the Dreamcast stuff, but like the earlier Dreamcast they were making stuff, but killer yeah. games early into their founding. That's impressive. Yeah. And now Sonic Frontiers is on the horizon, and we still don't know shit about it. Sick. <laughs> but, uh, we, I mean, the Sonic movie... Ca- hey, the Sonic movie happened. We're getting a third one. We're getting the Knuckles series second? on Paramount+. Plus. Second or third? Third. The second one just came out. We are getting a third one. They announced that there will oh. be a third one. Wow. I, and, I mean, if you've That's seen cool. the end credit scene for the game, uh, for the movie... Uh, you know who the big uh, reveal character is going to be in the next one. Which a, a lot That's of people cool. are excited. I'm not going to say who it is. I've seen the end credits scene. I'm, I'm, I'm excited myself for the third one. I would assume I know who it is off of the games. Possibly. Uh, we don't have to say. Possibly. I'll, I'll say that they... It wasn't... The character wasn't introduced in a 2D game. I'll say that much. They were not introduced okay. in any of the 2D Sonic games. Got it. Um, April 22nd, 1982. The Quaker Oats Company announced it had acquired the home video game assets of U.S. Game Corporation. All right. <laughs> so who knew Quaker Oats had a stake in the video games uh, franchise for a I didn't. At all. Uh, April 23rd, 1993. Hudson released the Lords of Thunder for the PC engine in Japan. 
And April 24th, 1992, Hudson released Star Parodia for the PC Engine in Japan. Our achievement of the week this week is Nobody Saves the World. It's from Nobody Saves the World. It's called Pony Love, which is to experience true love. And the game of the week, I'm giving it to Star Wars Force Unleashed. Mm, nice. It's, That's a good one. It's a, such a good that game. That is a solid one. It's a solid game. Uh, I don't think we have any more questions. So, Nick, thank you for coming we on. Also, we also went for um, almost two, almost two, two hours. hours. Almost two hours. So, Insane. you know what? We're keeping up the pattern. <laughs> Dude, I have to be so unbelievably <laughs> bad. Like it started to hit me. Like, like we got to the the this week in gaming history, and I was like, "Ooh!" And then you're like, "Any more questions?" I was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> um, no, dude, it's always it's always an absolute blast. And uh, for those that are still listening, and I, whenever I say that, I said it on my own podcast. Other people say it. You know, it's a long episode. It's one of those things that um. Uh, depending on the the content and and what we're talking about and the context of what we're talking about, some people tune out. But if you are still listening, thanks for uh, sitting through all the the stuff that wasn't maybe necessarily gaming stuff. But I think that just <laughs> happens in typical conversation. It does, you know. Although there is a a structure to Tony's kick ass podcast, um, there's there's a nature of of talking with people that just ends up happening. So that's the stuff I thoroughly enjoy. I just hope it didn't steer a uh, your format too no, no. drastically no you didn't um, not at all and it's not not like a i'm i'm sorry i ruined your podcast because i'm not saying that it's just <laughs> one of those things that i know like people will be like "Ooh, don't want to hear about that i came here for gaming and it's like oh it's kind of gaming um it's kind of gaming but dude i i always have a blast on this so thank you for having me appreciate where, it where can we find you on the internet Ooh, I want to, dude. I God, I want to get Nick Rule on everything, but I can't. It's Nick Rule, N I C K R U H L E on Twitch. Everything else, I believe, has an underscore afterwards. If it doesn't look like my typical, same profile picture everywhere. But uh, if you type in Nick Rule on Instagram or Twitter, there might be other accounts in there that are inactive, and I can't get the name. So, uh, Instagram, YouTube. TikTok for the outer social medias, but mostly uh, Twitch at uh, Nick Rule. Uh, and of course, I'm at Radio Tony on Twitter, Tony's Game Lounge on Instagram, twitch.tv slash Tony's Game Lounge right here on Twitch. Um, and of course, uh, on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to your podcasts as well, and TikTok as well, Tony's Game Lounge. That's what we like, Tony. He's out here, he's grinding we away, grinded. everybody. You tune the fuck in or else. <laughs> hey, these are going to... What, what I'm excited about is like we, we, people... We're finally going to get to see more of this on the Twitch channel now, it's which good. is awesome. I'm excited for it's that. It's very good. It gives uh, people the, the the first... If you're if you're listening to the uh, after-edited version, um, just check out his Discord. Check out his uh, Twitch when he goes live and does these. You'll see it in the title. I mean, it says first ever live episode of Tony's Game Lounge. But... Um, Check out for updates on that because uh, the the live stuff is always cool, especially when you can tune in or if, like I don't know you're working and want to listen to the podcast before it's edited. So, uh, well, I don't want to have you holding in your bladder too much for this recording. So, uh, thank you everybody for tuning into this episode. We will be back next week in the Game Lounge with possibly the fourth annual sports episode where we don't talk about video all the video games, but we actually talk about some sports stuff. So Ooh. I'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. New episodes release every Monday. Be sure to like and share the podcast and follow Tony on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch for more updates.